building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is something that I have been thinking about a lot. So I want to let you into my brain a little bit today and hopefully start your week off on a really good and thoughtful note. I think that being the bigger person is easier said than done. It's very hard to do, especially when something is happening in the moment. But I've had lots of interpersonal issues throughout all of the years. I mean, God, I can think back to like high school and college and professional and personal relationships after that. And just how much I've grown from all of those interactions and and conflict. And sometimes it was healthy and sometimes it was unhealthy, but I was able to grow through it. And I have learned all of these years later that it truly never, never hurts to be the bigger person. I have been yelled at by so, so many clients, and this is not an exciting topic. Actually, my husband was getting yelled at by a client the other day, and I was like, mm-mm, we don't take that around here. And you know, it's taking me a really long time to get there. I think the worst thing that you can do is yell back or get an attitude in return or get all hurt about it. And that part especially is, it's really hard to control because you're not, of course, in charge of your emotions. You can't tell yourself, okay, I am not going to be hurt by this. However, you can control how you react and you can control what you do afterward. I have most certainly yelled back at clients, not not my greatest moments. I have told them that their behavior is unacceptable and ended calls before. Now that I don't regret. And I don't think that's a terrible way to respond. But I think the best thing that you can do in these situations is set expectations afterward. So you can say something like, I understand that you were heated in that moment and I share your frustration about this issue. However, I don't think that was the way to go about it. And I would like to be viewed as an equal partner or as a valued member of this team. And I would like to be treated as such. And I would like if you would not speak to me like that again, something like that. And I mean, that was off the top of my head. So maybe it wasn't the smoothest. But that has been a situation where I've learned you certainly can get down in the mud with people or you can be the bigger person. People are petty at work all the time. And to be honest, sometimes it's fun to be petty. I know. I get it. I feel like people joke now about how petty they are and teenagers think that pettiness is so funny. However, we have to remember that you show people who you are every single day with how you show up and with your words and with your actions. So the more that you can go high when others go low, the better off you will be. And also thank you, Michelle Obama, for that timeless classic of a line. I was watching Real Housewives because because I watch Real Housewives as a guilty pleasure. And I think it was on Atlanta when they say, I am not Michelle Obama. When you go low, I go lower. Now, while that is funny, 
<laughs> it was very funny when I saw it. It's not a great practice for our day to day. We as a community and as people who want to be leaders or who are leaders, we have to strive to be their bigger person and to go high every single time someone else is below the line and they have a bad attitude or they're blaming others or they're not taking accountability. This also really applies in our personal lives. My kids grew up all the time and it's been weird. I've been having a lot of conversations with my parent friends who have younger kids because Kids make mistakes when they're young, but they're still so dang cute. And you're like, oh, it's okay that you broke that. You know, mommy will fix it. As they get older, the decisions are higher stakes. And especially when they get to high school and they're doing things or they have friends who are experimenting with drugs or alcohol or they're getting licenses and they're driving around, you know, everything that they do is higher stakes. And I have found that staying calm is the key through it all. And it kind of took me, I guess it kind of took me parenting my first kid through all of this to learn how to be calm in these situations. I always knew and I always had an idea that being calm was better, especially, you know, I've been yelled at and I was yelled at as a kid for plenty of stuff. But when someone is calm in return, when you screw up, you almost feel worse. And is that I don't, is that a good situation to put your kids in? Not really. But it is a good situation to put them in where you are calm and it allows them to really think about their own actions instead of getting mad at you because of your anger and getting mad about your reaction. Don't give people a reason to be mad at you for your reaction. And if you stay calm and you go high, you never will. One of our 12-year-olds got into some stuff that I will not repeat. Was it last weekend? And I actually found out about it through the grapevine at school to the other 12-year-old to me. And I didn't even have all the information, but I was able to dig a little and find out what happened and deal with it in a really calm way. And that was a time where I was really able to see how much I've grown because I know that my 16-year-old, if four or five years ago she would have done something like this, I probably would have flipped shit. And now I was able to stay calm and to just think about it, right? Like if you want to give a kid a logical consequence or you want them to see the results of your their actions in some way, it shouldn't be just some random punishment. It should be something natural or logical and something that makes sense. And when we can take a step back from every situation and take a breather and just give ourselves time to think when there's not like anger flowing through your veins, then it is a lot easier to make good decisions and to be the bigger person in that situation. Ooh, here is, so I did a little brainstorm before I recorded this episode of different times that I have gone low or gone high and, you know, figured out when I could have done better. And this is a big one. I know, I know, I think many of you know that have been listening for the last 190 or so episodes that I got divorced a handful of years ago. And it took me a while to realize that, I mean, I think when you get divorced, often you think, oh, it's the other person's fault. And I knew even at that time, it was very 50-50, you know, he had done things that I didn't like and I did things that he didn't like and we didn't always treat each other appropriately and, you know, like no need to even rehash any of that, but neither of us were necessarily at fault. But it took me a long time 
of reflecting on my own behavior to understand all of the things that I could have done better in in the process of getting divorced. And last year, I sat down and wrote my ex-husband's family a letter apologizing and just acknowledging that there were certain situations in which I could have done better and talked about the personal work that I was doing and, you know, that I wish I would have handled things in another way and that I hope and know that we'll always be related by our kids and I hope that everything can be okay. It doesn't make you weak to apologize and it doesn't mean the entire thing's your fault either. I think a lot of people think that when you apologize, you are taking blame. But apologizing does mean that you have grown as a person and that you have come to understand situations in which you can do better. And I know now that facing them is way better than holding on to regrets. Ultimately, One of my goals in life is to never be in a place where I regret my actions and I have to hold on to that regret. So in every situation where I realize that I could have done better, either personally or professionally, I've been working on mending it. Gosh, I've done a lot of mending in the last couple of years with former employees and former friends or different relationships because life is too freaking short to hold on to grudges and negative opinions. You literally never know what someone is going through or what's contributing in their life that could be making them react in a certain way. Or maybe they're taking things out on you and they don't even realize it. To be the bigger person, we have to be willing to apologize, forgive, and let go. One more important note, I think closure is a really big thing for people, and sometimes closure is not available. Sometimes people are just straight up not going to like you, and you are the bad guy in at least one person's story, and that's okay. Some people need a bad guy. You don't. So not only do we have to learn to swallow our own pride and apologize and do better, we also have to learn when to let go when someone won't accept our apology or when they won't own up to their own actions and when you are going to be the bad guy until the day they die. That's okay. Sometimes you have to accept that and you have to let go because some things are not fixable. It takes a big person to be able to look back on your own actions and realize that you made a mistake or that you could have done better. And unfortunately, not everyone gets there. But I know that the community that listens to this podcast, we get there because we hold ourselves accountable and we hold ourselves to higher standards. So my call to action at the end of this podcast, if you have been holding a grudge or if there is a situation in your mind that keeps swimming around and you can't resolve it, either reach out or let it go. If you're going to reach out, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You might get no response, you might get a negative response, or you might get a positive response. You are growing, you are evolving, and you tried. And sometimes that is the best that we can do. All right. I hope you got value out of this episode today. If you did, please share it with at least one person that needs to hear this message. And I will be back to talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you.